0: What's up everybody i'm scott
1: i'm shate and we're the hazes
0: welcome to the love haze where we believe that healing and wholeness are not just destinations
1: that's right we believe they are a journey and here on the love haze we talk about how to navigate through it
0: today we're going to talk about letting go it's a brand new year and it's the perfect time to usher in new beginnings that's right thanks for joining us on our black love journey let's get right into it let go let go, letting go. Yes, ma'am.
1: It can seem kind of cliche, you know, mm-hmm. new year, new year, letting go wait, did I say that right? New mm-hmm. you, new year, letting go of things that uh from the old year, new year's resolutions, intentions. Uh but this is something that came we came across, you know, uh even before we knew we wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And we follow this, um, What is she? She's a writer and is all about mental wellness and health Mm -hmm. and spiritual healing and growth. Her name is Alex L. We talk about her book here on the podcast, um, After the Rain. And there's this quote that we ran across um, that says, I welcome the ending of all things that have run their course. I'm no longer holding on to what needs to be released. And we just really, we both thought that was very powerful affirmations on her um, profile. She does these affirmations regularly that are always about like self love, self acceptance, letting go, healing. And so we just thought that was really interesting and uh, thought it would be a really great foundation for a conversation on letting go. Perfect timing for the new year at that. So mm-hmm. tell me, I'd love to know. This is a two-parter for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> When it comes to letting go of things that need to be released or even just holding on to things that need to be released, how does one know, and by one I mean in your kind of professional mental health perspective, how does somebody know they're holding on to something that need to be released? And, or, how do you personally, Mr. Scott Hayes, know, like, you're? it's time to let this go, but you're holding on to it for some, for some reason.
0: I think some signs and symptoms of of uh, the need to let things go are is like this persistent feeling that um, you are spinning your wheels, mm. like you're getting nowhere with the or, or this feeling that you're in the same cycle, yeah, over and over again. And I think there are, there are little nudgings that happen for us when we are continuing to repeat the same cycles when we're. Continuing to do the same things over and over again, and they're no longer serving us. Mm -hmm. I think um, sometimes for us, we continue to try to um, find routine, and we get comfortable Mm -hmm. in our routines, and we think that we're uh, making progress with things, and we want to just continue to do the same thing. Sometimes just because it's comfortable, and we've finally gotten used to it, it's familiar. It's very familiar, and we all have those those little uh nudgings that that inkling that it may be time to change some things, but uh it's it's not frequent that we want to answer you know those nudgings and stuff to do something different and I think when I find myself like being in the same cycle, it's kind of like with uh working out
2: mm-hmm. after
0: you've done the same thing uh over and over for so long, you reach what's called like a plateau yeah. And um, you have to do something to kind of like shock your body if you want to see continuous change. Uh, and I think that a plateau can happen for us emotionally. I think it can happen physically. I think it can happen spiritually mm-hmm. as well. And there are um, all, all parts of our system kind of have a way of letting us know that it's time to do something different. Yeah. And I think it's difficult sometimes to accept that nudging. Mm-hmm. Um Because we're just so used to our routine and we do not welcome uncomfortability often or well.
1: I would agree with that. Something that struck me is your mention of the word plateau. And -hmm. that's exactly how I feel when when it's time for me to move on. And I might not notice it right away, but eventually I will be like, I'm not growing here anymore. So, Mm -hmm. side note for me, evolving, growth is like a cornerstone of who I am as a person, like a value. My spirit animal, I feel like, is a butterfly and just always want to be moving forward to my next or my highest good. And so I thrive in situations where I'm being challenged to grow. Mm -hmm. And if ever I just feel like this isn't going anywhere, then it's time for me to move on. And it doesn't always feel like it's not going anywhere. It's Sometimes for me, it's like, I'm not curious in that space anymore. I don't feel like I'm being poured into anymore, just as much as I'm pouring out. Um, it just becomes like there no, there's nothing new about it. No more curiosities. Just like I think you said, it's just stale. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it feels stale. And it's just time to like, like you said, hamster wheel, a merry-go-round. It's like just time to, it's time to get off this and and see something new, experience something new. You know, see what else is out there.
0: That and um, to the second part of your question, how I know it's time for me personally. Um, I think it's really that, um, you know, the thing keeps presenting over and over again. Like I'll try to push it away. I'll try to push that feeling down. I'll try to yeah. stuff it, yeah. um, but it keeps coming up. Um, and when something keeps coming up, and I keep seeing it, it keeps repeating for me. it's time to time to do something um and I think part of the resistance that i that I have uh towards like this whole new year new you kind of thing is um I think that we should always give ourselves permission to start over absolutely um as frequently as we need to yeah, um, there're gonna be some things that that uh I'll start off this new year doing. Um, that will not work. And I don't want to commit myself to doing that for the entire year just because I said that I started off in in doing this particular thing that I thought was going to work, and it didn't. Uh, I've done that before, and I don't have to commit to a certain thing that may not be working for me for any amount of time. I think that... um, we just get used to the new year or the beginning of a new month being a good time to start a new routine. Um, but I don't want us to get into the habit of like delaying when something needs to change either. And so I know that I sometimes have a bad habit of being like, Oh, I'm gonna wait until, you know, beginning of the year to change that. Or I'm gonna wait until, um, End of the first quarter and then I'll start again and that type of thing. But I think we we have to I have to give myself permission to start over as frequently as I need to, as it relates to like things surrounding like forming better habits, Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: doing things in a different way that are healthier uh, and not just healthier physically, but healthier emotionally. Uh, When I see that something isn't working, I give myself permission to start again. And to kind of have some trial and error, especially around trying to introduce some new behaviors and new habits.
1: Yeah. And I think I agree with that. And that's why I don't do resolutions. Mm -hmm. I do think, though, there's something psychologically exciting about a fresh start. Like this is one, one, whatever the year is. And it's a restart. It's a refresh for everyone. But I I also agree with that sentiment. Like I don't want to just be starting something just and and trying to see it through just for the sake of it. That is why I prefer to set intentions so that whatever I choose to do, that intention is embedded through it, and that it's not mm-hmm. really about the outcome. It for me it's like if I have an intention, the collective of my outcomes by the end of the year should all feel like this intention. So for example. For a couple of years now, my intention has been to settle, to just be grounded. You know, with my career in the arts, I've moved around a lot. I was always in a new place, and I never really was any one place, I think longer than four or five years. Maybe a little longer in terms of uh grad school. But when I've gotten to this phase in my life, it's very clearly been to like my intention is just to plant my roots and spread them out, like just settle mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the, the quote, we're taking it quite literally in terms of this is like the first uh episode of a new year. It's 2022 now. Um, wow. but this quote, I think, especially when she uh she says, I'm no longer holding on to what needs to be released, it really brings to mind for me those intangible things like um thoughts, beliefs. Um yeah, the how I, uh, my relationship with myself, how I feel about myself, uh, old situations that no longer serve me, um, hurts, wounds, heartbreak. And it feels like in the center, or at least what I, what it drew to me, uh, what I was drawn to was like this idea that I'm not going to let, I'm not going to hold on to any thought, limiting belief, practice, feeling, Definitely. emotion. That Mm -hmm. no longer serves me. And Mm -hmm. that was like really the biggest appeal for Mm -hmm.
0: me. You know? I definitely agree um, with that. And sometimes our limiting beliefs, I think we get comfortable with them. And um, we don't always want to let them go. Because when you let go of those limiting beliefs and you start to lean into like the full power of who you are, then it requires like a new level of you. Like some new behaviors, some new thoughts, some new actions on your part, some uh, new things all the way around. So, um, that part can be a little bit of the haze of letting go, letting go of the comfortability, letting go of uh, like it, holding on to my shame. Sometimes I get comfortable with my shame. Sometimes I get comfortable with those things that I've told myself about myself that are limiting mm. um, and I'm not always comfortable to go to the next level, if that makes sense. But I know that I have to let go of those things because they don't serve me anymore.
1: I don't know if it's that you're comfortable with the shame or the, that feeling or the 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 thought that doesn't serve you. I think you're comfortable with how it shows up in your life because you know how to deal with it. And I'm not saying you. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. saying people are comfortable with how that limiting belief shows up in their life. They know how to deal with that, right? Right. They don't know how to deal with, okay, if I no longer have this limiting belief and I choose to believe something else, what does that look like mm-hmm. and how do I operate in that world? So I don't think it's so much about the belief, it's just like knowing how to deal with the outcome of that's, it.
0: That's I mean that's that's absolutely what it is. I mean, people often term it in in and by saying things like it's it's the devil I know versus the devil yeah. I don't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if it's not a devil at all? The thing that you don't know is not necessarily a devil at all. It's that I've learned to navigate these hurt spaces. Like, even if I've learned to navigate it in an unhealthy way, yeah. I still am familiar with this road that's been well-traveled. And the the road that I have yet to pave, I, I don't know what that looks like. and And it's on me to do some of that work to um navigate it differently and to do something different.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: hard sometimes to to get out of our own way and do those things.
1: Listen, let me tell you whose way I am constantly <laughs> in is my own self. Like be like, girl, sit down somewhere. But speaking of what are we risking when we don't let go of the things that need to be released?
0: Uh we're risking a lot of times the the new things that we've asked for
1: the better thing.
0: All right, we're, we're risking like um I think thriving in abundance.
1: It, yeah. It brings to mind if you've seen the um this drawing of it's supposed to be this illustration of this idea basically where uh, god is asking god has something behind his or her back whatever you believe and there's a child and he's he's saying they're saying give me what's in your hand. It's yeah, like a yeah, small yeah. teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And what's behind the back is like this humongous teddy bear, Mm -hmm. and there's a fear to let go of this smaller one. Mm -hmm. But if you let it go, there's this like ten times sized thing Mm -hmm. waiting for you. And I I think that's a perfect, the perfect illustration. And also, um, I know it's the 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 letting go part is the the toughest part. But you risk like just something that could be greater than you Mm -hmm. think you could think, ask or imagine.
0: Uh, Also, I think there's a portion of us that just kind of wants like an even exchange. Mm. (laughs) So let me see what I'm going to gain before I let this other thing go. And life just doesn't work like that many times. Mm. You know, there's some things that we we have to let go of before that other thing can can be, before our, our hands can even be open. And we've talked about that before, you know, like holding on to, uh things that we have to let go of before the new thing can can have room to come in
1: listen it it's a it's faith it's trust and i Mm -hmm. I, we hadn't even planned to go that route but let me tell you what i need to hear right now is about faith and trust that's exactly what it is you have to have faith in either universe or trust in yourself so for example Mm -hmm. let's say we're trying to let go of a limiting belief we have got to trust ourselves enough to say, OK, I'm going to choose this new thought and I'm going to operate by it and I'm going to change my life in this way. And we don't know what that will result in. So we're we're having to have faith and trust that it will come out OK. It I will be OK. And that's 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 risky. Like, you know,
0: it is. The other issue is, and we, you and I talk about this in our personal conversation all the time, like, we both are people who want to control.
2: Oh. I want some 100%. level of
0: control. And so you're asking me to relinquish control, right? And not only that, I'm used to, um, even if it's the thing that I'm used to that may not be as uh, beneficial for me or as healthy, or even if it's that small teddy bear, like, I... I know that thing, right? And I have control of that. I have all the asking me to let go of this thing that I already have under control. Like there's so many other things that can be all over the place, and I got this little portion of my life under control. You know, asking me to let go of this thing because I understand that it no longer serves me, but also I don't want to do too much.
1: And you bonded to it. (laughs) You're bonded to your traumas. You're bonded to. The outcomes you've bonded to, you now identify as a person who, if you talk crazy to me, I'm coming for you, I'm gonna cut mm-hmm. you out. Like you like you're known as that person. So if you now mm-hmm. don't do that anymore, who am I? Right? Like mm-hmm. there's all kinds of risks or hazes to it. Mm-hmm. And I think all of it, quite honestly, to use business terms is change management. Mm-hmm. It's just um loss. Because to in order to get to a new thing, you've got to grieve something that was there before. And grief is uncomfortable. It's not fun. It's a fun snatcher.
0: <laughs> a fun snatcher.
1: <laughs> so. uh,
0: I think also, though, going back even to your illustration, right? Sometimes we it is um, easier to be uh, bonded to something that's small. Right. Because if I were to lose it, then I don't have to yeah. absorb it as like such a huge loss.
2: Yeah.
0: Also, yeah. if I have this small thing that I have to be responsible for, if, if um, God gives me this bigger thing then there's more responsibility that comes along with that as well. Gotcha. So uh, I run um, Scott runs from the bigger responsibility that comes with. Um walking into uh, my greater.
1: That's a whole word because mm. yeah, responsibility is a thing. Too much is given, much is required. Yeah.
0: Mm, I don't want it like that.
1: <laughs> you, want it, you want the territory but you don't want to mow the lawn over there. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: I want the HOA to mow the lawn. <laughs> I want to do it. Give me a big house. I want to pay the HOA fees. I want them to do it
1: yeah I mean that's why they have there are sayings like if it were easy, everybody would do it you know absolutely um, that's that's the whole that's real that's facts right there
0: but and and I think that uh i we both have a a duty to just be honest and real about you know what it is, and I know that that's one of my challenges uh and things that I have to consistently work on um like telling myself a different story about my own power and about um, the things that I know that I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. that are uh, bigger than my right now and that will require me to let go of some of the smaller things that I've just been holding on to. Just like small time, not built for small time, um, not built for the micro level that that I've been fighting to stay on. Mm. I mean, kind of built for some some bigger stuff, and um just gonna have to walk into it
1: two things that just struck me bigger than my right now is beautiful, and fighting to stay small like you've been mm. and a lot of people do that uh because it is comfortable because they don't want the extra responsibility uh the exposure. I know that's one thing that i I grapple with is. Um, it's a really weird thing about me that I can be a performer, right? And can be out in front of a whole bunch of people I don't know. And there is no, um, there's no weight on that for me. like, oh, I don't know. Then I can do this. Anytime I would have to perform in front of my peers, though, that people I knew, it was just like a whole level of anxiety that I, it was, it it hit way different. different. And for me, the root of it is, and this is just something I've been working against, in my past, in the past couple of years, is like this fear of being seen, this fear of vulnerability, Mm -hmm. this fear of being judged Mm -hmm. um, are probably the biggest things for me, fear of like looking ridiculous, sounding ridiculous, sounding, looking stupid. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And just afraid of that backlash as if I couldn't handle it. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Didn't have enough trust in myself, trust in my spirit that I could, one rise to the occasion and two, you know, deal with it. I mean, I always did the thing, but I always think about, like, oh, my, my light could have been so much brighter if I had mm-hmm. just trusted myself. I probably could have booked Beyonce if I had, you know, just trusted myself mm-hmm. and opened up and, you know, those those smaller auditions where I knew everybody there. You know, just...
0: You're the smartest person I know.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey. That's so
1: sweet.
0: Why want you doing dancing for Beyonce? I, you're <laughs> to be doing this. You I mean, what you're you
1: doing. know, you want what you want, right? Like, yeah. I want to be um, on stage doing upgrade me, and you know, let me let me upgrade you. Like, who don't want to do that? Who don't want to go on tour and like see the world? I also know on the, on the back end it's a whole other story. Just after the lifestyle of of that just wouldn't have suited my Mm -hmm. my whole being so i'm sure i was saved from a lot of things but still you know
0: Mm -hmm. i i believe that we all get what we're supposed to get
2: Mm
1: -hmm. in the moment
0: Mm -hmm. so i think that uh, everything that you had with exposure to that lifestyle even knowing on this end that it is not something that you would have thrived in yeah. right that experience helps you to be able to touch like the students that you work with to drive the career advice that you that you do to write the articles that you write for a dance magazine and all those things you can't write the things that you write from the standpoint of someone who's never done it
2: that's true
0: right so true. um even in you know some of the disappointments that i that i have had it would not I would not be the social worker that I am had I not had those losses, those lessons, uh, those experiences, because one of the things, even the the veterans and stuff that I work with, they honor the experience. Yeah, They honor when you've had some similar experiences.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, some of the groups that I do, um, especially like with working with men
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and talking about emotions and those types of things, they honor those groups, and it's one of the, the most highly touted groups that, that we have in my program because those men are like, yeah, I've been there before. And this feels like somebody's telling me something based on their experience rather than telling them something that they read in a book.
1: Based on theory.
0: Right. So, um, you know, there's no replacement for that type of learning and experience and sharing with other people. So it's something that we're both supposed to be doing with what it is that we know and what we've experienced.
1: Yeah,
0: that is way better than Beyonce. <laughs> How would you be here with me if you had been that's, with Beyonce? That's a good point. You know what I don't saying? know that I would have. And I'm 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 here to tell you that you won. <laughs> Beyonce lost.
1: You right.
2: You
0: won. I I definitely won. You're
1: right. Um. So we talked a lot about hazes, uh, mm-hmm. loss, experience of loss, of fear, all the risks associated. How do you how do you push through that to let it go anyway?
0: Uh, it's difficult, but we do it. I think having to say that we welcome the ending of things. Um. It is a constant uh, effort in reminding ourselves that there is better yet to come. Yeah, I do not believe in um, the good old days, right? My my best days are yet ahead of me.
2: Yep.
0: Um. There is. There's so much that um that I'm still learning and that I'm still putting together that's gonna make my my winning season just one that is something that has never been seen before
2: yeah
0: because as I learn and I grow and I experience um I'm able to add those things to like my my spiritual and my emotional and my physical resume like I've learned some new things to do yeah. to um to like be better to be able to um, create new exercises and um just, just being a better me. Yeah. There are things that I know about me and about um, my relationship with you, my relationship with God, that have helped me to just add more tools in 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 my toolkit to be able to be a better me than I was yesterday. So that helps me to to be able to welcome the ending of uh, a year or of my time at a, at a job position or my time on, um, a particular committee or whatever it may be that I'm doing in that moment. I know that, uh, what I'm doing now is preparing me for greater. Yeah. And I look at it as all these things are just kind of like resume builders, right. Things that are, um, that experience that I'm, that I'm, giving to myself or that I'm allowing myself to have so that I can be propelled into greater I can be propelled into the next thing.
1: Yeah. For me it is uh I have this thing and I'm sitting here trying to think if it I feel like it's a place of privilege, maybe it is a little bit. I have this thing about me where um staying still or staying in the same place hurts hurts me worse <laughs> than moving on and so there's some sort of risk analysis almost where i'm like this is going to be very hard to move out of but staying here to me is going to be harder and yeah. i say it's a privilege because i know that's not the case for everybody uh for some people taking that first step to a scary like the unknown or um a leap of faith is the scariest part um and um, I'm processing all of this as I'm saying it. Even though I'm a person, when it comes to fight or flight, I would prefer to flight. <laughs> I would prefer to flee <laughs> the situation. You try to get the hell out of it. <laughs> Yeah. I still will move forward to a new beginning and just push through the discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a weird dichotomy and that I know is not, is not true for everyone. But uh, I say all of that to say a practical i guess practice for me is that i what outweighs the risk um i remember being in relationships before uh in the past and thinking forget um, them <laughs> like oh man i don't want to hurt this person um this will be a really messy icky situation i'm going to i will hurt also from it and also i don't think i can stay here i think mhm that it, it's time for me to move on, mm-hmm. or uh, I can think about when I—I I never thought I was going to leave my dance career behind. There was not ever a thought in my mind that I wouldn't be dancing for forever as a professional. And my the last semester when I was teaching, um, I was coming from a, a a dance festival. I had adjudicated a concert and taught a bunch of classes. And on my way back to Dallas, I was like. Just something in my spirit was like, Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this. Like <laughs> it's time it's time for something new. And the whole way back I was thinking, like I really in my spirit, like just felt a piece about like it's time to like let yeah. go. I have no idea what I'm letting go for. I have no idea what I'm about to do next or where I'm supposed to be. But I still thought like, okay, well, how am I gonna how am I have those conversations and what do I gotta do to to make it happen?
0: Absolutely. I think that I, I think that's natural. I think that's one thing that we didn't mention when we talked about or I know that I didn't mention when you asked me the question about you know how do you know when? And I think that's one of the things like you you I have guess. like a peace mm-hmm. about moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I can remember being in some situations, some relationships, some career
2: mm-hmm. moves
0: um, and being like, you know, this is going to be okay.
2: Yeah. Like it, peace it, it doesn't
0: it doesn't feel good. In the moment, and I... Because of the uncertainty. Um, But there was a peace. And you know, I was just like, it's going to be all right.
1: Yeah. Um, Can we talk about this piece for a second? So we're talking about situations where we are the main folks that are impacted for the most part. Can we sit a little bit in the space where the thing... If the thing you have to let go of is another person. And how mm-hmm. like you're going to injure them and injure yourselves. And that is... That just doesn't feel good at all, whether it be romantic relationship, a friendship, Mm -hmm. um, professional relationships with jobs. Like when, you know, you've got to let go of another person that that really sucks, too. And I think it's an interesting space to be in to have a piece about, you know, the situation, whether you want it to leave or not. Yeah. And also grieve the loss of Mm -hmm. it. That's that's tricky.
0: There's something though that I think that um each person who is exiting a space is supposed to not only learn from that situation but when you know that your time in a place has has come to an end like you have a duty to the other person to let them know like I'm I'm not present here anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: And I can Know that there is something better for both of us out there, and 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 I ain't gotta hate you.
2: Yeah,
0: right. I don't. I don't wanna exist in this place of um hate and resentment because I stayed too long.
2: Yeah,
0: right. When you know that your time is up, and it's time to move forward. If if there's not benefit that I can still bring to this space, if the only thing that is happening in this space is I'm I'm resenting you, um. Friendship or otherwise, then it's time to move on to a, a different space. And I do you a disservice if I know that information. I've already reached my peace and I'm just staying. Yeah. Right. And so I think that there are other mountains that we have to climb and there are bridges that we have yet to build for people to and um, a part of the of my why for this podcast has always been to like be a a bridge builder, mm-hmm. be a person who says that I don't have the answer for everybody. It's not a cookie cutter response. But what you do have is the permission. We all have the permission to like choose ourselves and to say that I've done all I can do in this space. And I have the right to be able to say, I changed my mind.
1: Everybody
0: can change their mind. And I don't want to do this thing um, with you Mm
2: -hmm.
0: anymore. Um, And that doesn't mean that we have to be, uh, again, people who throw people away. Like you can shift out of a space. Most, Most relationships that I've seen that have gone to a space of like, I hate you, I ain't never talking to you again is because people don't know how to close chapters.
1: I stay too long.
0: Right. You you can close a chapter and we don't have to like dismiss and hate each other and move on to different things without there being hate there. We end up hating people who we feel like you knew you didn't want to be here anymore. You didn't communicate that you stayed and you used me and
2: that's resentment that's, that's just that's some built up yeah.
0: right those those are some other things but i think that we have to be um adults enough and concerned enough about ourselves to be able to say and use our words and communicate yeah. and be able to say use like it's time our to
1: move words grown it's, people right
0: it's it's time to move I want to do something different. I don't know what that looks like, but I know my time in this space is not fruitful.
1: Fruitful is a perfect word. Um, I want to be in spaces, relationships, circumstances Mm -hmm. that are fruitful. And for me, that is Mm -hmm. the number one indicator. If this is not fruitful in any way, you know, what does it look? Do I still need to be here? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not always as black and white as that, but that's definitely. A marker uh, for me, you have any memorable lessons or what about the most memorable lesson you feel like you learned about
2: letting go when
1: something's run its course?
0: Um, most of the lessons, to be honest, have, have come from me on like the back end when I've shifted out of one particular position into like another, uh, particularly for the job that I'm in now um i had waited so long to get on with the va mm-hmm. and i was in this in a program a section of the va's pro, homeless program that um i had just reached my limit and i was there and just raising hell in every staff meeting about how it was unfair and you know i was going to be a, a i was going to be a worker of other people and i was going to start a revolution right <laughs> and the whole time I knew that it was time for me to leave that place. Mm -hmm. I knew that it was time for me to transition, and there were people hitting me up about jobs. And uh, one of my coworkers that that I work with now in the program that I'm in now, he had been hitting me up and being like, "Hey man, there's an opening over here. I think you'll enjoy it like a lot better." And I was just like, "I'm cool. Like this this job works for me, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna stay over here and I'm and I'm gonna fight this fight." And if if y'all don't know anything about the federal government. Let me tell you how the federal government is not changing um, because you feel away about an issue. The federal government will pay you well, but you better fall in line or you going to get gone. Um, and it, it was just time for me to leave that mm-hmm. space. And I didn't realize until I actually like got frustrated enough to leave that place and transition into a new job. And I got into the new job and I was like, why didn't I do this a couple of years ago? Yeah. And the reflection for me at that time was like, how much better service could I have given the people that I was working with? Um, if I had just transitioned into where I was already supposed to be. Yeah. Um, there was some some good information that I brought along with me to be able to share with the veterans that I work with now I value that experience that I had in that program, but I stayed longer than I should have. And I just didn't have to put myself through that. Uh, I wasn't the best social worker that I could have been in that space yeah. just because I stayed too long. Mm.
1: So know when it's time to go is what yeah your, your lesson is. I think for me, I'm thinking about a time when I knew it was time for me to move on from a situation and I was ready to move on from it. And even though I made the choice to move on, moving past it, uh, was a haze and a half. meaning I was going back and forth, constantly questioning myself. Did Mm -hmm. I do the right thing? Well, I thought I said I wanted to do this, but I missed that situation so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I went back and forth a really long time, questioning myself, not getting over it, just stuck there. Mm-hmm. And the what the lesson for me is I spent a lot of time thinking that, that something was wrong with me for feeling that way,
2: mm-hmm.
1: for feeling stuck and for questioning myself and doubting myself. And on this side of it, and maybe this is me just wanting to love on my younger self and say mm-hmm. you did the best that you could and that I love you anyways, but I want to go out on a limb and say, no, like that was okay. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know that it was okay for my, my letting go process to look like that. Mm. And so as many times as it took me, I still let go, even though it took me, it took me a while. Mm. Right. So I would just say, if you are, like ready to move on to something new know it's time to let go of a a limiting belief or a trauma or hurt or relationship whether that be you know family friend romantic and Mm -hmm. maybe it's smoking for example and you just keep going back to the thing and have to keep choosing to quit and you know Mm -hmm. um that's okay the process however you process through the letting go uh, try not to haze yourself through that, like because yeah. I definitely spent a lot of time like beating myself up, which is true to form. Um, mm-hmm. About Same. how, why did you not? Why was it not a clean break for you? Why? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you just like step out and not look back? Um, and I spent a lot of time looking back, and I just want to say, I think that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. It's also. Human nature.
1: Yeah.
0: If people try to, people, nobody can talk you out of your humanity yeah. and your human experience, right? I think people make efforts um, to make it make sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but a lot of times when you're dealing, especially with like human behavior, human relationships, it's not going to be clean, right? Uh, and in some ways, that ends up being the beauty of it. Like we mm-hmm. get a chance to go back and see where where we are. Um, we have a chance to make the adjustment. Um, you know, it, it's not a battle if you don't have to do some bobbing and weaving. Um, but there are some things that we're supposed to learn. Uh, there are some bridges that we're supposed to build. Some Things that we're supposed to do to prepare others for the same path um, that our own unique experience prepares us for. Mm-hmm. And if I if everything that I go through is just uh, clean and it doesn't have any uh, any ebbs and flows and there are no deep curves and, you know, um, I still don't think I still think the same thing. It's not a life well lived. Mm. Um My duty is to go back and and put some warning signs up for folks, not to tell them that you're not going to go and there's going to be this deep curve there. My duty is to put the warning sign up to be like, hey, I came this way. Right. Mm -hmm. So pump your brakes. Drive slow, homie. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I think that that and. That energy that I'm trying to put in the atmosphere is something that I felt like I did not have.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And if if I did not have that correction and I feel like that I could have used it to help me navigate the journey a little bit better and and make that a little bit easier, even just normalize um, the curves and all those things for me, then. Why would I go through that knowing that I did not have it and then not put up the warning signs for those people who have to come at me, mm-hmm. come after me? Mm-hmm. Then I feel like I'm not doing what I was called to be doing.
1: Preach. It's a whole word, Scott Hayes.
0: Mm-hmm. What's up with the collection, please? <laughs> <laughs> we like the kind of money that falls.
1: Not the kind of jingles. Hey, right? There you go. <laughs> you go okay um that was a whole word so we talked about letting go the haze of it what we're risking how to navigate through it the lessons we learned we need a soundtrack for all of that listen what's the music for the moment
0: i got you (laughs) so um Common and PJ Morton have like a little joint project. I don't know if it's just like an EP.
2: I hired PJ Morton. <laughs> don't hire <laughs> him too hard. Don't, don't get it messed
0: up out here. Um, but they have a song called Don't Forget Who You Are. Mm. Love, love, love this song. I've been on it uh, and it's been on repeat. But it's just a reminder that um, we can walk into our own power. Don't forget um, that. You know, like we always say, you have everything that you need already inside of you. Mm -hmm. And don't let, you know, holding on to these small things um, make you forget who you are and what you're supposed to be doing and uh, your duty. Yeah. You know, to do something different, not only for you, but for those who have to come after you. Don't forget who you are.
1: Don't forget, Shadi. On that note, like we always say. Life will always present you with the haze but you have everything that you need within you to navigate through it. Yeah.
0: And of course, you're not alone. Mm-mm.
1: We're
0: going to be right here with you.
2: Right
1: here.
0: Uh, and probably trying to navigate through it <laughs> ourselves.
1: <own> <laughs> exactly. So
0: you'll catch us uh, kind of ebbing and flowing while we're here too. But no mm-hmm. matter what, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here to navigate it together. So, Join us next time, and we're all going to take this journey together. That's right. Right on? Uh All right, y'all. Peace.